Hey everybody and welcome back to Fitness Minus the BS. Uh, I'm your host Jeff Etherson and it has been a full month since I have done a podcast for everybody. Obviously holidays and getting started and all that good stuff and if you don't know that the uh, the gym the gym business is quite busy at this time of year then uh, I'm not sure that you live in this country. But I have some things that I'd like to share with everybody that I think would be useful information for all of you that are trying to set up some, some uh, well, achieve some goals this year when it comes to your fitness and, and uh, maybe fat loss or strength or muscle or any of that stuff. And there's some things that I share with all of my clients, whether they're in the gym or online. And it's, it's, it's about setting up a different mindset. And I think mindset is super important when it comes to achieving any goal because there are going to be tough times. It's no, no goal worth achieving goes smoothly. It's just not an easy ride to get where you want to be. Uh, that goes with anything, you know. Those of you that, that went to college to get a degree, you know, it wasn't it wasn't all smooth sailing all the way through. Those of you that are parents, uh, it is you know, it's not all sunshine, kittens, and rainbows every day uh, with your kids. So, anything worth achieving is is going to take a a good mindset. Uh, we, we you know we can say positive mindset, and it's pretty vague. But I want to get into some some details about that that I think can really help everybody out. Being that you know, seeing that I've worked with. A couple thousand people at this point, and and I would say that uh, I, I've got some decent experience in helping people achieve their goals. So right away, I think the mantra, excuse me, the mantra that I'm preaching to everybody this year is to think about what can I accomplish in a year. What what can I get done in a year's time? Not six weeks, not a couple months, not six months, a year. And when you look at it like that, it really starts to change what you're willing to do to get there. Because when you look at something, and I'm just gonna start you know, saying some things that I've heard people do, you start thinking about doing keto, or you start thinking about fasting, or juice cleanses, or none of these are things that you could keep up for a year. None of these, you know, people act like, oh, well, you know, keto or low carb, like that's just a lifestyle. Um, it's not, and are there some people out there that, can, that could do that? I'm sure there are because I'm sure there's somebody listening to this right now that's like, oh, that's how I live. That's great. You are the minority. The majority of people are not going to go the rest of their lives without eating ice cream and pizza and burgers and alcohol. It's just not going to happen. So when you look at making changes, you want to think about what can I do in a year? What kind of habits can I form that will help me long-term not only achieve my goal, but help me keep and hold on to that, to that goal when I get there? So when we talk about habits, I know I've talked to people about calories in, calories out, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm going to focus most of this on fat loss just because I know that's where most of my audience is right now. And calories in, calories out means, you know, it's that the, ooh, you got to track your food. I know that's the devil and nobody wants to do that. But I'm going to give you another way to do this and another way to think about it because is it absolutely necessary to track and log your food to lose body fat? No, it is not. Is it an extremely useful tool or an extremely useful piece of information to know how many calories that you're consuming? Absolutely, right? That is, if, if that's the number one most important thing, it's, it's not great to guess. And all guessing does, and it can be done, is it just kind of slows it down. It's just not as exact. But if you have this big opposition to logging food, here's another way that you can go about this. All you need to do, Forget about the logging part, although writing this down is going to help, but 
take and measure out your food, right? Measure it out. You don't need to worry about logging carbs and protein and all that stuff. Measure out your food. Stay consistent for a week, right, with what you're eating and see what happens, okay? It doesn't mean you have to eat the same thing, but it does mean that you have to measure. You have to eat the same amount of meals roughly a day. You have to keep some things consistent. And the number one objection to logging food is not logging food. It is that you don't want to change. It is that you want to be able to eat what you want when you want. And when you try to eat like that, yes, logging food is a giant pain in the ass because everything's random. You don't have anything measured. You just, you just don't have your shit together. So that is the issue. The issue is not, and I refuse, and I don't even accept it anymore from people. It is not that logging is hard. It is that you are resisting change, which is absolutely ridiculous because guess what? Your current habits are the reason that you're unhappy with the way that you look and feel, all right? That might sting a little bit, but that's the truth. Your current habits, what you're doing, are the reason that you are unhappy with how you look and feel. So, it is absolutely insanity to think that you're not gonna have to change some of those habits, like eating what you want when you want. I'm sorry, it's just, it's not gonna happen. And you can keep trying to do that, and you can keep trying to, to finagle and outsmart the process, but it isn't gonna work. So. If you don't want to start with the whole MyFitnessPal and that kind of logging, if you measure out your food, see what happens after a week or two. Or your, your weight can only do one of three things. It can go up, it can go down, it can stay the same. That's it, right? There's no other option. If it starts to go down, great. Keep your food where it is. Be consistent. Stay right where you are. If it stays the same, we need to eat a little bit less food, right? You can start, you can start by just subtracting food from the meals that you already ate. It's that simple. I used to have a cup of rice. Now I'm going to have a half a cup of rice. I used to have, you know, a half a cup of cheese when I did this. Now I'm going to have a quarter cup of cheese. I'm just, I'm, I'm making stuff up right now, but you can see where I'm saying. Just decrease what you're eating. Eat the exact same food, right? It is not about what you're eating. It is about how much you're eating. You can get fat eating chicken and rice. That is an important concept to understand. Everybody thinks that the problem is that they're not eating healthy enough, and I'm making quotes in the air right now. It is not about how healthy you're eating. It is that you're eating too much food. That's it, plain and simple. That is why you're struggling to lose body fat. So if we can make it simpler and we can just reduce the intake. Now, eventually you're gonna get to a point where reducing the intake would sound like an impossible thing to do. That is where exercise comes in. We can also, on the other end, hopefully you're training with weights, but if you're not training with weights, increasing energy expenditure with some form of cardiovascular activity is gonna be your way to go then. Um, hopefully you do both. You're training with weights to make sure that we keep our muscle. We add cardio to increase calorie expenditure so we keep that deficit going. And again, do not, if you have a 50 pound weight loss goal, do not, think that you're gonna start dieting in January and you're not gonna stop until you lose 50 pounds. You're going to fail. 100%, you're not gonna get there, okay? I will not let any of my clients diet, A, for that long, B, to lose that much at one time, okay? If you, you don't wanna lose much more than 10% of your body weight in one given diet, okay? So you weigh 200 pounds, that means you don't wanna go much more than 20 in a given diet. 
And at the end of that, you want to take time to maintain, right? Again, this is where the habit part comes in, where when you do crazy shit that you can't keep up, that's why you can't maintain, right? Because you ate crazy food that you don't like and that you're not going to eat on a regular basis. And now when it goes into maintenance, you don't know what to do, right? You don't want to eat tilapia and asparagus anymore because that sucks. But you also don't know what to eat because you didn't learn anything. All you did was stop eating all of your normal food and start eating crazy stuff that you would never eat. So just be smarter about how you do it. Reduce intake of the foods that you're already eating for the most part. I mean, there are some exceptions to that. If you eat absolute garbage, you know, you eat fast food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, some of that stuff's gonna have to change. But generally speaking, if you were, even if you did that, if you were, you know, if you had three breakfast sandwiches and you went down to eating two breakfast sandwiches, you could still be losing, theoretically, because you're reducing. If you normally had two quarter pounders and you went down to one, we're still reducing calories here. Diets and fat loss do not mean that you have to eat bland, tasteless chicken, rice, and broccoli food. It's just, it's a, it's a complete misconception. So again, back to kind of habits, just reducing food intake is a great way to start. It's a great way to start. It's simple. Uh, I think it's a concept that everybody can grasp. Do that. Second, I have a couple things that I, that I share with people that uh, can be valuable tools. And one of them is getting junk food out of your house, right? Getting the junk food out of your house is a huge step to make sure that you don't ruin things in the evening times when you get, when you get hungry. Most people get hungry and they binge in the evenings. Very rarely does that happen in the morning, first thing before you go to work. So getting that stuff out of the house, if you're hungry at nine o'clock, you're most likely not gonna get in your car and drive to the the grocery store to try and get some Oreos or ice cream. If it's not in your house, you're gonna have to make do. And better yet, you should just have, you should think ahead and have some things for you to snack on at that time, right? So sugar-free jello, uh, uh, jello pudding or jello in general. Uh, those are some great options, low calorie, just stuff that, you know, maybe a little bit of sweet because that's kind of what people tend to crave, but it'll get you through those cravings. It'll get you into the next day. All right. You can also increase your food volume by adding vegetables to your meals. All right. And the other thing is have a short memory when it comes to this new task that you're undertaking. It is you're gonna screw up, right? It's, it's gonna happen. Unless you are somebody that has a coach that walks around with you 24 hours a day and smacks food out of your hand, you're gonna have a moment of weakness. You're gonna have some issues when, you know, you had a stressful day at work or what, you know, you forgot your lunch when you went in, you had to eat something you weren't expecting to. It's gonna happen. Let it go. Have a short memory. You cannot dwell on things that already happened. Once you've eaten the food, you ate it. There's nothing you can do about it. There's no point in dwelling on it because dwelling on it is going to make you, you know, eat the next meal bad because it's like, well, I already screwed up on that meal. I might as well do this one. That is the worst possible way you can think about this. One meal could you could almost do no damage at all, depending on, you know, unless you are on a mission to eat 5,000 calories. But it's when one meal turns into two to five to a week of bad eating that we start doing damage. And all of that happens because you couldn't let go of a donut that you had for breakfast. Or, you know, you went out and you, you know, you had three glasses of wine instead of you were only gonna have one glass of wine. Let that stuff go. 
You've got to let it go. And again, when you look at this as the long term and not in this short little six week, you know, nonsense challenges, it's easier to let that stuff go. You have 52 weeks in the year, 52 weeks. And you're going to let one meal scrap your whole year. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So have a short memory. Let yourself move on. When I have the, when I have my check-ins with people and they come in and it's you know they almost feel like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna scold them like I'm the principal at their school. There's nothing we can do about it, right? We can talk about it. We can talk about you know the, the frame of mind that you were in. We can try and see you know how we can maybe keep you from getting into that situation again. How could we better plan? But there's no reason to dwell on something that already happened. We've got to move forward. You know the it's moving on, right? The only the only meal that's important is your next one. That's it. The next meal is the one that's important. Do better on the next meal and keep thinking like that. And that's what's going to take you to success long term. And at the end of the year, we can add up all of those, you know, all those bad meals with all of the good meals that you were able to keep keep track of and, and stay on point. And as long as the good far outweighs the bad, you're going to be in a good situation and you're going to like the way you look and feel. So that's what I got. That was my, my New Year's podcast. I, I thank uh, all of you for listening. I do want to put out there, I had a chance to speak at, um, it was the National Young Men's, I'm gonna, National League of Young Men, that's what it was, uh, on the topic of nutrition and fitness. Uh, I, I really enjoy that. I love speaking like that. And if any of you that are listening know of a, an opportunity that you, can, you could use a speaker, uh, I would love to be able to come and, and help out with something like that. So you can reach out to me. Um, you can find me at, the uh, our Train Insane Facebook page. Um, you can find us on our website, traininsanegym.com. Happy to help out with something like that. So thank you all for listening, uh, and I will talk to you next time.